Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry it's been so long. I'll hold my hands up and admit that I should have done a lot better. But from this point onwards, I fully intend to push as much content out there as possible. And also, with some help from the legend that is producer Ryan Hale, we'll soon have a presence on social media. So make sure you stay tuned. And with all that being said, and before we hear from today's guest, I'd like to give a huge shout out to all those who have suffered due to the recent changes at RSL. One of the reasons I've loved my time here has been because every day it feels like we're a family and everybody has shared goals. You know, I don't believe it'll ever be the same unless you return. But if you choose not to, all I can say is thank you. And I hope you all find happiness again soon. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. As the change has affected a lot of really good people, people who had a lot more value to the club than just the salaries which they paid. So fingers crossed, something positive comes soon and we can start up again and get back to what it was. And now it's time to hear from today's guest. His job title is assistant kit manager at Manchester City Football Club, but his role far outweighs that. See, he's one of the staff members closest to some of your favourite players, and he helps set the culture in the club. And today, he's our Man City insider. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoy my conversation with the legendary human that is Mr. Brandon Ashton. Hello. How you doing, Chief? You all right, pal? <laughs> good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I've just been anticipating waiting for you. <laughs> sorry, could you say that again? Just try and just say that again. Wa- just been Antis- waiting Antis- for Antis- you. Antisipa sorry. Oh, sorry, pal. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, kiddo? I'm uh, all right, pal, yeah. Just all right, yeah? You enjoying the sunshine? Yeah, it's, it's all right, yeah. It's on and off in Manchester. It's not... Uh, it's not been the greatest. Has it not? I thought it had been. Has it not? It's been up and down, especially in uh, Sm- up in Smithy Bridge. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up, up where you live, it's a bit different up there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I want to start by saying thanks for coming on. And also a thank you to Simon Heggie for allowing you to come on because he is your boss. Yep. So thank you, Simon. I know you're listening. I appreciate you. So firstly, can you tell me about a little bit about quarantine life for you right now? What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Don't talk about your job yet, but just tell me about just quarantine life. Uh, not a lot, really. I've got, obviously, a little one. My missus is still working because she's a carer, so she works Tuesday and Thursday nights. Okay. So it's literally been um, potty training, nursery rhymes, <laughs> and Peppa Pig. That has literally been my life for a month. All oh, right, and you've loved it, yeah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Right? I, know, I know you're paying. I know you're paying. But as I yeah. say, I appreciate you giving me some of your time today anyway. So yeah, yeah, no problem. Can we start? Um, we want to talk about your story. But firstly, I want to split this into two things. I want to know your exact, I want you to tell people your exact job title. But then afterwards, I want you to tell me about your actual role. If you see the little right. subtle differences. So what is yeah, your yeah. job title? It is kit assistant, first team kit assistant. And now what is your actual role? Because I don't I think you do a little bit more than that on a day-to-day basis from the stuff that I've seen. Um so do, what do you want me to talk you through like a normal day? No, I want to talk to you. I want you to talk to me about the importance of actually who you are within that place, within that space. Uh, um I don't know, it's just obviously everything, you know, we've got we've got every without us, I think that you know, you can't you can't train, you can't play. Obviously, there's nothing, even the staff can't get, you know, it's everything. We, well, as you know as well, Chief, we give you everything. Yeah. 
provide absolutely everything from flip-flops, socks, up to bat shirts, you know, bench coats, everything. So you're saying that you're the most important person in the whole team, yeah? Is that, is that kind of what you're getting at? <laughs> no, 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 not like that, pal. No, I think I, I may play it back, but I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Are you, are you cool with it? No, 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 no. Oh, right, you, okay. can, you can play it back like that if you want. No, I'm always joking. Um, no, but you know, it's an important role. It's not a, you know, you've got to have every, everything at all times. You've got to have, uh, you know, when you're traveling, you've got to have, make sure you've got everything um, spares and all sorts just for, for games and training and all sorts yeah but with that as well though because a lot of the people back in Manchester know who you are but, mm. um, one thing about uh, kit assistants or kit managers is they're the <laughs> or probably one of the only members of staff who actually spend the most amount of time with, a, with the players you know they're actually allowed in the yeah. dressing room so in some ways like you could argue you're a bit of an insider do you agree with that? Yeah, well, I think as well, the physios um, spend a lot of time, obviously, on the treatment bed and stuff, you know, like giving rubs and that. So I think they Yeah, but spend not a lot inside of time. dressing room, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's your exclusive yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> don't try to downplay it. I'm going to get a lot of information <laughs> from you today. You just don't realise it yet. I know, yeah. You've been digging. Yeah, Three been minutes prodding. in, you've been digging already. I know, I know, wait. Three minutes in, I'm just prodding, 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 prodding. <laughs> but how many years have you been at City now? This is my 11th season. Dearie me. Wow. Yeah. It's so been a long time. 11 years ago. 11 years ago. How did you actually get the job? How- uh, well, I knew Chappie before I did, I did my work experience. Um, obviously, my dad was friends with him. So I knew Chappie a lot long before... I did my work experience. I did my work experience in November 2008. Right, okay. You probably remember it. Yeah, yeah, I do. But then, you know, obviously we're speaking speaking on the phone now, but there are people listening who don't know who Chappie is. So do you care to tell them? Or you want to just keep Uh, that secret? No, not at all. Chappie's absolute legend. Um, He was the kit manager for years and um, he's been a football manager, been a great player back in, when was it, the 70s and 80s? Yeah, 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 I think it would have been, yeah. Yeah, but he was the funniest man alive, isn't he? Yeah, no doubt. He's like, the funniest man alive. Yeah. Um, so you came in, work experience, and then... Got absolutely hammered by him, verbally. <laughs> um, okay. He, he gave me the old uh, work experience glass hammer. Ah, okay. Um, bucket of elbow grease. Oh, yeah, decent. Tartan, tartan paint. Yep, yep. And yeah. then it was it wasn't until about three days later when I got um stopped for a skirting board ladder that I sort of worked <laughs> out what they were doing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um so I did I did I think I did two weeks work experience in November two thousand and eight and then in the June of two thousand and nine when I just left high school, he, he rang me up because he was obviously the only kit man. Mm. And he needed a bit of help, you know, when they give uh, they have deliveries coming in. Yeah. Um, so that delivery is coming in. I was just helping him. He was literally paying it, paying me out of his own pocket. He was paying me like fifty quid was just it? to come in and yeah, 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 because he needed the help that much. And um, I was helping him with boxes and stuff, and you know, just moving some stuff. And then about um, three weeks later, the players came in, and then um, what happened? Then oh, that, that was it. And then um, I got told I was going on preseason tour, so it was like straight out, straight out of high school. Straight, straight back in, mm. straight into, straight into um, 
going on pre-season to Germany with Manchester City. It was like crazy. Oh, was that with Mark Hughes? Was that the first trip you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was the second time that you went. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. So um, so Mark Hughes was in charge. So which, which type of players were around then? That you could probably speak of. Uh, it was like Richard Dunn. Um, Richard Dunn, Zabaleta. Rubinho, but he wasn't there in Germany. But he was there at the time. Right. Okay. Um, also, there's Stephen Island. Bertie Glauber. Bertie Glauber, yeah. The legendary <laughs> yeah. Bertie Glauber. <laughs> um, God, it's hard to think. And I just remember there, there were a lot of young lads because uh, who else was it? Like, you know, like Donald McDermott, Clayton yeah. McDonald, Shalem yeah, yeah. Logan. There's all them boys on, on there as well. But um, yeah, it was, it was quite, quite nerve wracking for, for me to. Were you a City fan then? Uh, yeah, because of Chappie. <laughs> I used done. to like... Hold on. So who did you actually support then? You know what? I wasn't a massive football fan. Not until I got to high school. I used to play rugby, believe it or not, as a That's kid. Impossible, impossible for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> this, this kid here is about four foot nine and weighs about <laughs> seven stone. No way did Listen, you play rugby. Listen, everyone was a dwarf around my end, so it's, you know, I'm not it worked it. out all right. I'm not having it. The pictures are never happened. Yeah. I'm not having it, mate. No, I did. I was just small and quick. I used to just get leathered. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, I met Chappie and then obviously I started, I remember going to my first City game. I actually went to my first City game with my uncle's next door neighbour. Mm. I think it? it was about 2004. Uh-huh. And um, his, my uncle's next door neighbour was a Liverpool fan. So I remember before the game, we met Chappie, went into the players' lounge. Chappie gave me a city top, like a warm-up top. And then I ended up, the tickets that um, my uncle's next door neighbour had were in the Liverpool end. Oh, so right. I ended up sitting in the Liverpool end Wearing with my jacket zipped up because I had a city top. Yeah, top. That's, not, that's not ideal. That's not nah, ideal at all, man. not at all. So you would. What type of team would you say it was like back then? As in, what were the ambitions and all that stuff? Eleven years. Uh, ago. What would you say, like mid-table? Well, you say that, but we had Robinho. Yeah, Europa League. Right? Yeah, so it's, it's a slightly something different, like that. Right? Slightly different, but around. To be but fair, yeah. a point. A good point was that was around the time of the change, wasn't it? One of it was around the change. Yeah, because one of the things yeah. I was going to ask you was how would you cope with the change, but you were kind of there for the change anyway, weren't you? So did you sort of you were basically yeah. saying you came the same time as Robinho, so you were part of the change? Is that what you get? Right? <laughs> Stop putting words in my mouth. Listen, this uh, at some point, <laughs> at some point, I may work in the press, so this is I'm just practicing now. So you said you had a, just as big an impact as Robinho did when things changed at the football club. Is that right? Yeah. We- we got we got um, paired around the same as well. You know when I got my first contract. <laughs> so did he say anything about he will only come if you go first or something like that? <laughs> no, he was there before me. Right. He was there the season before, wasn't he? Oh right. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 So yeah, you were part of the change then. Because I was going to ask how did you even cope with it, but then you, you cope with it because you were the change itself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what a guy. I know what you mean. What a guy. <laughs> But how did you find actually being in the club from those times, say, being um, in Germany and so on, to basically where you're at now? Like, what was that like to be working in that in, through those it's times? A lot, it seems a lot bigger scale now. Like, um, back then it was just, the, you know, the, the, the backroom staff and the players and that was it. You were there to train. Mm-hmm. Whereas now when you go away, it's, 
like you know there's all the media team and everything and they go out there and they do uh, commercial and all that lot. so it's a, it's a lot different mm. and when would you say um the changes affected you the most like which year which point or was it just, has it been quite constant all the way throughout yeah it's been quite constant all the way out it's just um you know it's always changing but um yeah it's, it's just it's a massive club now and it? it's just yeah, it's hard to understand, Huge. isn't it? It's hard to understand yeah, yeah, based it on where it was, because it was it was a, it felt like it was a it was a big club back then because we always had a crowd, but then yeah, it got to a point where like it's not just city fans who watch city now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I know what you mean. This is a lot bigger than that. Um, so when the owners came in and they say invest, start investing in players, invested in everything like this. Be completely honest now. Did you believe that success was actually coming or did you think it was just yeah. another false thought? Yeah. You, you believed it, didn't no, you? No, no. Well, well, I didn't know anything about it. I, you know, I, I, I never I had no experience in football before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was straight in from high school. So, um, but it yeah, you, you could feel like it was going to, you know, turn into something big, especially with the players that were coming in and, you know, you, um, on, and the, the way... <laughs> and and the way and the way he started doing in the in the league and that and then you know 2011 win the FA Cup and then the year after win the league and you can just tell it we're gonna get bigger and bigger. Yeah. When did you? When would you say you fully believe something was gonna happen? Then was it after? Was it before the FA Cup first win or was it like the year before? The year uh, after? During the FA Cup, I think for me because obviously you go into in the semi final against United and then you're in the final. It was like wow. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Now you seem to go to Wembley every year. A couple of times. Usually. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is a little <laughs> bit crazy, isn't it? it? Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, at least. So, yeah, as you said about City, they're probably, in terms of people, interest, they're probably one of the biggest clubs in the world right now from a financial yeah. standpoint or from just overall size. You, it's, hard, it's hard to say because you do have the sort of pillars of the world game like United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, all that stuff. But they definitely are one of the biggest clubs in the world now. Yeah, and does it feel like? Because um, from the outside, it feels like to work there is a great thing now. Whether you're working as a player or working as a member of staff, like is it is it as great a place to work as it seems from the outside? Yeah, it's good. It's brilliant. What's so it's good about it? Well, uh, like you know, there's a good there's a good staff and good and good players, and it's a good group of people. Um, and it's just uh, you know going into the season and. Um, you know, expecting that you can maybe win a trophy, even you know, either, any of the four of them, mm. which is you know that that first start of the season when you're like, why well, you know you can win any anything this season. Mm. That's yeah, that's that's a long way from where it was nine years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Previous, yeah. yeah, but do you yeah. think do you think it's a case of they go in and you can win everything, or they have to win something? Uh, maybe a little bit if you have to win something, yeah. Especially after the last couple of seasons. So is that, that so is that pressure not? Do you do you think people feel that pressure around, or is it just a fun thing to be a part of? Yeah, is it no? Is it, I think both. I think yeah, people feel the pressure, but it's a fun thing to be around. Yeah, you know, um, was it last year or two years ago when the Amazon doc was recorded? Like, yeah. um So I've not actually watched it fully yet, but I hear everyone saying oh, it's the best, it's the best, it's the best. When you yeah. when you have a camera in your face, do you think it's realistic? No, yeah, at first it was like 
we got told the cameras were coming up, going to come in. And then because there was in that much, they were like part of the staff. Uh, and they weren't like these massive cameras where they come come round. It were like these little cameras, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, they'd come round and, we, you know, you're having banter with them. You travel, they were travelling to every game, they were every training session. So they were part of the staff. And then after a while, you just forgot they were there. Right, so it was, pretty, so it was pretty realistic then. Oh, yeah. You no, know, people were, I think, People were playing up for the cameras or anything. I think it was just what were going on. Right, okay. What actually would go on. So that's like real reality then, not like this Kardashians nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I'm having a dig. Are I having a dig? Yeah, of course I'm having a dig. I don't yeah. like Kardashians. There's a reveal. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, guys. Sorry if I've alienated any listeners, but no, not for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I've not watched it before either. So with this new, the way City are now, compared to the way it was back then when Chappie was at the helm, and stuff like this. You're obviously quite an entertaining fellow. Yeah? Mm, yeah. Um, so entertaining that you have just under 20,000 followers on Instagram. This is true, yes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and with that, like, do you find it easy to be just as entertaining in this new city compared to the old city, given the fact that ultimately the, the expectation is to almost win every single game? Like, it's a business. Uh... I don't know. Probably, I think it may, might have been a little bit easier back before because you could have got away with more if you get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the chappy days. Yeah, chappy days. A few <laughs> things are going on. There are a few things which yeah. I wouldn't want to put on air because... Uh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a, we had a, did have a few characters back then. But like with all those people, yeah. do you, now that you're more visible, because obviously the, the rise of City has gone in with the rise of yourself in terms of people knowing who you are, and yeah. understanding who you are. But do you feel you have to entertain them now or are you still just managing to be no. yourself? No, just be myself. I don't, you know, I don't go in the dressing room and go, oh, I've got to entertain. It's just to be myself and then if the, you know, if the feeling's right, um, I'll do something daft. Mm. Which... And, and as well with that, with all the attention which you kind of do have at times, do you actually want that? Or would you rather just remain subtle and quiet? I'm talking about stuff externally uh... now because obviously people want to talk to you given the fact that you seem to be a big character within that space. Uh, I'd, I'd rather just keep it, you know, I'm not like they say, obviously I'm nervous as doing this. Yeah, this I can is, tell, this, mate, I can tell. This isn't my gig. Mate, I'm, I'm going to have to speak to the producer just, and see if they can do something to your voice. Maybe add some like auto-tune or something. Make it sound like you know what you're doing. I know, yeah, I'm just talking. I'm dribbling. Yeah, I'm okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> Never no, heard your voice, voice so high before. That's just my voice. No, this is high. This is a lot higher than usual. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> yeah. So, do you, so you don't want the attention. You'd rather just get on with your job, yeah. I'd rather just get on with it. Yeah, it's just come with with it. All right. So you with the stuff which you've done across the years, which has made you kind of legendary, um, what would you say? Not really. Of, <laughs> no, listen. It, it has. It has within the workforce. What would you say some of your wildest moments have been? Looking back, now, uh, you kind of look at something like, "Yeah, that's that's um, that's pretty out there." Yeah, probably sliding around in my undies at Wembley. That's a bit out there, isn't it? It's not something that it's not something that my two-year-old daughter's going to grow up with and go, "That's my dad." Yeah, proud that's, to be. Yeah, that's. <laughs> do you know yeah, what? That, not, uh, that's yeah. You you take a bit of spine to do that. Yeah, every, every time after I do it, I go, oh, Jesus, I've got a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. I've got a family at home. 
<laughs> but this this plays into what I was saying now about how you have your job title, but your role, like you're entertaining the players and entertaining the staff. And cr- basically, in some ways, you could argue like you, people like yourself, Chappie and lots of other kit men in, around the sport, they almost help provide the culture within a team, you know, yeah. without even realizing it. Like that's how important things are. Because if someone is, if that person is deadly serious and they have no personality, no character or whatever, then ultimately you come into work, it's serious. You see someone, well, like we'll see the kit man more than we'll see the physios overall. So if the kit man's yeah. got nothing yeah. about him, like the dressing room will probably have nothing about it. You know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah I think I think overall, for all my years I've played, I've been very lucky from people like Chappie to yourself. It, to no, come. It's it's not just me though. There's another, there's another two kit men as well. Yeah, again. yeah. Well, there's the three of us. Yeah, so. and you're all weirdos as well, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. All three of us yeah. are absolutely weirdos. But it's, but it's cool. It gives you something to look forward to. Like even where I'm in um, Salt Lake now, uh, I've got a shout out yeah. Nick, I've got a shout out Randy because like these and these are good guys. You know, when you come in, you, you're happy to see them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. That makes that can make such a big such a big difference because it's almost yeah. away from the stress of what's on the field and it can really um yeah, it can really set the tone. Yeah. Um right, so you are every right now you are everyone's MCFC insider, yeah? And after all these years, it's time to yeah. share some gossip and some opinion, if that's all right. Still all right. I'll continue uh, <laughs> shout out Simon Heggie. Please don't please don't uh, dislike this bit. We're going to try and dance around certain issues. Okay. So this first section is just about you're not naming names, but you're naming things. Yes. Right. Okay. So of all the years that you've been doing what you're doing, who, what is, not who, not who, get rid of the who, who, what um, would you say has been the most needy type of request from a player or players? Something is a bit different because there were times where, uh, where say, certain ex-England internationals who played for clubs played for a club down south would require new new boots for every half in a game, and he played yeah. seven hundred, eight hundred games. You know that's quite needy. But what type of thing would you be uh, speaking of? Uh, probably fresh studs, literally about a minute before you go out to the game. Not really? you. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Have you got any more? Like even, even if they were fresh before the warm-up, after the warm-up, then fresh again. Really? Yeah, if they were scratched. If they were scratched? Oh, must if be, they were a bit scratched. Nice. Must be nice. <laughs> have, you, have you got any more? Um, not off the top of my head. No, we had any like, really weird requests. Oh, how about people who say certain things that they wear because I've, I've been with people whereby they, they like to get trousers and cut them to three quarters but then if you have a pair of oh, three yeah, quarters yeah, yeah. you have a three yeah yeah that's annoying yeah but if you have a pair of that is annoying yeah if you have a pair of three quarters though they won't um, they won't like as in a brand like a brand spanking yeah, yeah, pair yeah. Of three quarters they won't I know wear what you them. mean but but then the pant is another version of the three quarters exactly the same version just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just a shortened, like a tapered version of the pant, but then they want the pant. Yeah. And then cut it with a pair of scissors and they're all zigzag cut. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. How yeah, about... We've had, that, we've had that lodge. Yeah. that's See, that's an example of something that's actually really weird. Like you take it for granted now, like it's normal, but that's pretty weird. Yeah, it is. So it, is it is bizarre. Yeah, don't get it confused. <laughs> but you don't, you don't think about it anymore. I don't think think about it. If someone does that, it's just, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, <laughs> How about 
um, the biggest like we've we have jokers, but what's the biggest joke that you've seen from a player in your time? Mm. Uh, there's been a couple of court cases, you know, where someone dresses up as a judge. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and it it was on staff, and someone dressed up as a judge, and um, there was someone they made a video. And there was someone, one of the staff members was really tight and they were like saying that he had short arms and long pockets. And just at the time, the police were in reception and they brought the police in to bring the staff member out into the, into the so-called court. Oh. But it was, yeah, that was one of them. And then obviously the standard um, taping claws to the ceiling if they've got rascal gear on. And yeah, that's not ideal, is it? That's always good. No. Yeah. It's not ideal. It, yeah. Um... All right then. So now we're going to go into the naming section, okay? Yep. <clears throat> Who's been? I've got, the... na- I've got a name, people. You're naming people now, yeah. But it's not. It's nothing too savage. It's nothing too savage. Um, who is or who's been? Which people have been the most low maintenance? Which players or staff? Players probably Aguero. Low maintenance, and why is that? The the most low maintenance is like just if you give him whatever side, he'll just whack it on. <laughs> <laughs> right, He's just okay. not bothered. I wouldn't have thought that, to be honest with you. Wouldn't have yeah, thought I that he used, to, he used to run out to the, when he used to have a meeting on the pitch, he used to run out with a pair of flip-flops on a double XL bench court. <laughs> okay. Like, he's just not bothered. How about the uh, most low-maintenance coach then? Uh, Pep. And why is that again? He, he's just, he, to be fair, he's the best of his He gives everything back. Like I mean, like any staff member. Anyone at all. He gives everything back. Right. Okay. That's like cool. straight away. All right. Who's the um in in all your time there, who's been the quietest in the dressing room? The quietest. Uh Jesus Navas. Is that because he wasn't speaking English or just because he's quiet? Yeah, pro- probably a bit of both, I think. We're just um yeah, he was quiet. Yeah, I think because of his English as well, though, but it did seem really quiet anyway. And how about the loudest? Um, Mr. Joe Hart, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mouth on him. <laughs> yeah, he was brilliant, though. Loved him. Um. Okay. Right then. So now we're going to get personal, okay? We're going to get more and more okay. personal. I'm doing, this in, I'm doing this in layers. I started off quite right. soft, and now we're going to get more aggressive. Who would you say your favourite players have been? You've got to name three. Jeez. Um, as as players or people? It would be as people. These people you're working with. Um, mm-hmm. That, that's a ridiculous question, though. Yep, I know. Um, I know. <laughs> Can I name five? Or does it have to be three? No, no, you because, name, you name yeah, five. You name five. Name five, and then we'll break them down into three. How about that? Okay. Fabian Delph. Yeah. Joe Hart. Yeah. See, I can't... You can. Believe in yourself. You can do this. 2020 Micah is your Richards. year. Yeah. This is... Come on, mate. Uh... 
Ni ada benda apa? Hey. Hey. That's what you wanted. Hey. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Go on. Give me one more. Uh, and then I like to call her off. Okay. So now I'll get my name. I'll remove my name from there. And now you've got four names. You've got Fabian Delph, Michael Richards, Joe Hart. And Alexander Kolarov. And now you must turn that four into three. So one's got to go. Who's going to go? Uh, Color. Oh, you savage. So just Bye. in case anyone missed the message <laughs> in there, just in case anyone missed the message in, Brandon Ashton has been at Man City for 11 years, seen over 100 players, but he only likes three. Just in case anyone missed that. That's what he has said. I apologize if you thought you had a relationship with him. He doesn't care for you. Okay, there we go. That's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, thumbnail for the video. It's gonna be the clickbait. This is this is it. There you go. Yeah. I will have to take Simon Eggino to edit that bit out. <laughs> no, obviously I'm kidding. Obviously I'm kidding. Right. So in your time there, uh, in your time there now, let's talk about this current City squad. Who's usually the first player in? First player in. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know it varies. Really? I think, oh, Scott Scott Carson at the moment. Who else? Uh, probably like David Silver. They're always early. Uh, how about the first and out? Fer- oh, Fernan- Fernandinho. He's yeah. always in early. Okay. How about first out? When the, as soon as the session's done, <laughs> all of them. No, no, no. There's usually someone like I. I uh, so to be fair, though, I don't. I don't see because we're out on the pitch clearing up, and then when we come in, we're cleaning up the boots and then sticking stuff over to laundry. No, so by the time I get back to the dressing room, fit you. Listen, I didn't I call you gone. for these terrible answers. Listen, just I'd, be honest. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's a serious question. By the time we've half of the team's gone, by the time we get back in the dressing room, so it's. Okay, we'll skip that one then. So, <clears throat> to, I'll talk about someone. So, uh, I played with Bobby Zamora, he's a friend of mine, and yeah. he was funny. He was a bit older when I was playing with him, and he used to travel about an hour and a half to get to to get to train every day. But yeah. it was always funny because as soon as we finished training, I think it was a race between him and Andy Johnson to see who could leave first, because <laughs> by the you could talk to someone for five minutes on the field, and then as soon as you start to step off, all you see is his car whizzing past. And this was booked in for like through the three years I played with him. It's the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, right, so who is the last in to the training ground? Uh, Mendy. And who is the last out? I think Kyle Walker. Really? I think he's, he's a he, 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 Yeah, yeah, he, he's like yeah, doing a bit of graph, so he, he's on the stairs. Okay, that's cool. He's normally the last one out. All right. Um, I think you've you've done well there. You've passed that section. You've passed that section. Cheers, so mate. I'm just going to take the edge off. And um, just talk about your memories now. What would you say your best memories have been so far whilst you've been working there? Like my favourite season or? Season, time, could have been a sandwich, could have been a coffee you had one time from someone, just whatever you want. I think my favourite season, I think, is apart from the, you know, that season in 2012 mm. I, th- I think my favourite actually season was the um, 100 point season <laughs> just because it wasn't expected it was like what is going on this is uh, 
you know, like that's such a humble break. You know what I mean? What was your favorite season? It wasn't necessarily winning the titles, you know, because we got a hundred points. You know, we we yeah, got no, a yeah. hundred. That's that's scandalous. Yeah. That's absolutely scandalous to get a hundred points I mean. in the Premier League season. It was just, it was just, I don't know, it was just, couldn't believe it, what was going on. It was just a fairy tale. So was it a subtle party afterwards then or not? Just a quiet few drinks uh, or whatever? Well, it, it finished in April, didn't it? Uh, we won it in April, so it was like, well, sorry, we won the Premier League in April, and then it was like, you know, couldn't believe we won the Premier League, and then it was going towards the 100 points after that, but yeah, it was a... A good celebration after <laughs> all, all all summer, in fact. Oh, was it one of those? They one of those ones. Right. Okay. I've never had I'm one not, of those, but yeah, I've heard they're fun. <laughs> not, many people, not many people have had one of those, but yeah, sure, whatever. Humble brag. <laughs> Just brag your way through the whole thing, mate. It's fine. <laughs> all right. So, serious question now, then, because obviously you've had some highs, but what would you say your worst moments have been? Hmm. Hmm. My worst moments. Because mm. you're you're from the the new age city, so your worst moments might be like not winning for two weeks. But you know, I'm no, no. It's the, my my worst moments is not just that. It's like forgetting something. Oh, like what? What's the worst thing? Um, it was always the hardest forgetting something when Hartie was here, because I used to get absolutely battered off him. <laughs> for, for, I mean, not just for the at the time. I mean, for days. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I can imagine doing that. <laughs> you can imagine that. Yeah, he's 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 Joe's definitely that guy. To be fair, he's definitely that guy. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. always when that feeling when you go, oh, yeah, I think I forgot something. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got like a thousand things in your inventory, or whatever, but you you left one thing, and yeah. that one thing is all you can think about. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's that horrible feeling in your stomach. Yeah. All right. Well, so one final thing. In your time at the club, you've seen some really, really elite players, from the likes of myself to Kevin De Bruyne. You know. So yeah. with so with that knowledge, um, I need you now to pick an all-star five-a-side team. So not just your favourite humans. That these are your best players now. Yeah. So you need to pick a five-a-side team. Oh. Hmm, here we go. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, here we go. You could end up with anything here, Chief. You could end up with like anything. Listen, give the listeners what they want. Um, Obviously, Aguero. Okay, starting from the front. I'm, sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to, it's just hard this. It's, I've never uh, done this. What, spoken never to a human being before? I had a phone call. <laughs> I apologise, mate. No, sorry for, no, sorry for letting you out. Pressure, sorry, mate. <laughs> I haven't spoken to anyone on the phone for about a month. <laughs> I used to watch some Peppa Pig. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, mate. I apologise. We should have should have rehearsed this beforehand. Yeah, so, I'm going to have to go uh, Joe Hart then. From the, if we're going from the back. No, no, no. Feel gonna, do it however you want to do it. No, 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 no. Because you've already hammered me for that bit there. I've gone for the back. There's, there's what I've I've done a lot worse. But go on. Uh, okay, one minute. Let me think. Joe Hart. Yep. Vincent Company. Okay. Hmm. Mm hmm. This is ridiculously hard. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's, it's a, it's a good gonna... spine, though. It's a very good spine, I'll be honest yeah, with you. You should have told me about this before you rang me. No, I should not. <laughs> that, defeats, that defeats the purpose. Um. 
like to hear the cogs turning. Yeah, it's been a long time since the cogs have been turning. <laughs> <laughs> Probably since high school. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, are you, are you thinking of maybe getting a couple of midfielders in there, or are you going to go for another defender or another attacker? No, I'm going to get. I'm going to get. Yeah, I'm going to get a couple of midfielders in there. Go on, I want to get Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. David Silva. That's it. That's that's five. That, that's the five. So yeah, 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 that's the five. Yeah, yeah. So your God, team would be Joe Hart and goal, company at the back, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva in midfield, and Sergio Aguero up top. That's not a bad team, really, is it? Come on. Yeah, okay. And who would they be being coached by? Uh, Guardiola. Okay. So now, um, you can't pick any of those names again, but <laughs> you've got to pick another five. Um, but it's the five players who, remember, you can't pick any of those, but these are the five players who you love to work with. But I can't pick them. You can't pick any of the five. So Hart is out. You've mentioned him already. He's gone. Come on, he's gone. Uh, so he's I have gone. to go Edison. Yeah. Edison. Meeks. Mm-hmm. That's Michael Richards, just in case anyone doesn't know. I'm going to put you at the back as well, Chief. Oh, cute. <laughs> um... It's a very, we'll start off by saying this is a very negative team for now. This is a very, very negative team. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Like, oh, God. Uh, Fernandinho. They are, there we go. There's a positivity now. Yeah, we've got all the goals now. And then Dzeko. Ah, there we go. We're putting all our hopes on Dzeko to score. I reckon in that team, Edison would probably score more goals than me and Micah. That's my take. <laughs> All right, and who is that team going to be coached by? Someone that you love, you enjoyed working with. Can't pick Pep. Pellegrini. Pellegrini. Lovely, lovely job, my friend. And just like that, we're done. Is it, I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to be a third one there. Well, if you want a third one, I can pick a third one. I can pick a third one, mate. Don't worry about that. Why, why don't you pick one? Would you? Would you want me to pick? Just an all-star. The, to be honest, the team you the team you pick for um, the first one, I can't. I'm looking at it and I can't. I can't top that. That's one of the best yeah. teams I've ever seen. That 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 is a hard question. Though. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I try my best. <laughs> I, I do try my best. But yeah, you could have. The reason I picked it is because like you have so much insight into all those players. I've been seeing them on a week to week basis, on a day to day basis. You know, day to day everything. You're seeing seeing them all the time. So you do actually have a good knowledge of who is actually legit. And um, yeah, you, as a consequence, I think you picked a couple of good teams there. Yeah, but yeah, just like that, it's it's done. So I want to say thank you. I think um, you pretty much like Les. I'm sorry, not Les. Pretty much like Chappie that came before. You know, you're on the road to becoming a bit of a cult figure within the club. So you just keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, enjoy your hundred point yeah. seasons because it must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cheers, Chief. Ta- ta- man. Good speech to you, my friend. Take it yeah, easy. Yeah, good to speak to you, Chief. See you in a bit. You too. Stay safe. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And like I said at the beginning, he has a role far bigger than the job title. And he's definitely helped the players over the years. And as you can see from the last few years of Man City, I think they've, uh, they've been quite well. So, yeah, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to Mountain Air Studios, Draper, Utah the main man himself Ryan Hale can't thank you enough 
and make sure you look out for the show on social media and when you eventually find us make sure you say hi but for now i want to say bye and again to all those affected by the changes i'm thinking of you bye for now